Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Hey, this is Nobody's Listening, and you just got a weenus to the jaw. Broke ya. This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by com, where you can get just about anything drawn by me. Pretty darn cheap. Check it out today at drawyouapicture.com. I got a bad feeling about this. No. Nobody's listening. No. Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, 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 podcast people. This is Nobody's Listening Podcast. Episode number 90 frickin' nine, people. Only one away from the big one double O. Brought to you the week of March the 9th. I am your excellent host, James. And my co-host from America's Hat is here. His name's Trevor. Say hey, Trevor, also, to the boys. And I'm and also girls. excellent. That's right. He is. We don't have anything less than excellence on our show. So I'm sorry I didn't add that in for your weak little um, your your little uh, self esteem issues there. But sorry, sorry about that. Tell me I'm pretty. Tell me I'm pretty. Oh, only in a tiara, buddy. Only in a tiara. <laughs> And a froofy gown. Ah, so anyway, yeah, this is the show where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. And um, today it's brought to you by, we mentioned Draw Your Picture. It's also by GoToMeeting.com and GoDaddy.com where you can use the code PODNAME121 to get your no- next domain name for $749. Or you can save 10% on other services with the code BLUE121. More info at NLCast.com. Yeah. Um, we always start with an opening story, so let's jump right in and do that. Uh, this is pretty good. Several months ago, I was doing my laundry, as is typical on Thursdays for me. Things were going great. My clothes were getting clean. I was working on homework while they were washing. In general, a normal Thursday afternoon. Well, that was great. Until I took all the clothes out of the wash, only to discover, dun dun dun, my iPod Nano lying at the bottom of the washer. definitely an old crizzle moment yeah I think you can find something stronger to say than that long story short and a few days of sitting in a bag of rice later uh, my iPod was back and almost like new don't make fun of me about the rice it absorbs moisture yeah Hmm. it also uh, there's an app for that but anyway Uh, which brings us to yesterday's iPod adventures I was just taking a bath as usual listening to the latest episode of Nobody's Listening and I reached down in the water for my washcloth or something forgetting I still had my iPod in my hand whoops big whoops now my Nano won't turn on hoping for another iPod resurrection Jesus Girl 101 yeah you know what you don't deserve to have an iPod any more than David our former co-host deserves to have a cockatiel (laughs) 
That's right. Because if she was to have have the cockatiel in her hand and she would reach under the water and drown the poor sucker. Well, it's like that that CSI episode where somebody left their baby in the car and you know for hours and it died. It's like you don't get any more babies. Sorry. <laughs> There's no redo on that. Yeah, and and you don't get any more iPods, Jesus girl. So just letting you know. We're so glad you guys are here listening to us, but um, it wouldn't even be possible, really, without the help of GoToMeeting. $300, average cost of a domestic round-trip a certificate, also known as a ticket. $49 is GoToMeeting's monthly rate. That's right. Hundreds of online meetings per month is less than one in-person meeting. With GoToMeeting, hold as many meetings as you want for one flat rate. Free voice over IP and phone conferencing is included, people. Business travel is a profitability killer. It's a big word. So do more and travel less with GoToMeeting, the award-winning online service brought to you by Citrix. Short word. Try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. For this special offer, you must visit www.gotomeeting.com slash podcasts. That's gotomeeting.com slash podcasts. I'm speaking parcel tongue for a free trial. Check it out today, folks, and support. Nobody's listening. We appreciate it. Uh, we have a few other sponsors before we get rolling on the old shizzo. Uh, thanks, Creo. We, we love you, man. I'm running out of ways to say thanks, so I'll just say thizanks. How about that? And Monica. Thank you, Monica. Shut up, Trevor and Dean. You keep trying to talk during my sponsorships. You're going to kill us. You're destroying the show. You dumb Canadian. Get the freak out. I'm going to mute you. Shut up! I, 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 Shut up! Take a breath. So I <laughs> get Carrillo, Monica, and Dean, thank you so much. You're gonna wake up my children. All right, what did you want to say that was so blinking important? Sorry, my wife just yelled at me. Thanks, Trevor. <laughs> and that's my fault, is it? Yes. What do you want? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I I was just gonna say that. Whatever you said to the Shizanks, I don't. I, I suggest you don't say that again. It wasn't funny. Man, See, that if you hadn't called me out, I could have just let the joke die. We would have been fine. Moved on. But no, no, mm. no, no. You had to. Had Man, to bring that it out tree to is far. That's all I got to say to that. All right. If you get that, great. If you don't, too bad. Oh goodness. Thanks, sponsors. Thank you, Creo. Thank you, Monica, and thank you, Dean. Um, it's time for this. <laughs> Weekly, you shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> update. All right, it's time for some weekly updates. Uh, Trevor, why don't you go first? I just I want to hear this because just Trevor <laughs> on Twitter. All right, I'm I'm sitting there just minding my own Twitter business, and all of a sudden I get this message, all caps from Trevor. Oh, James, uh, tw- put in the show notes about something something, and I'm and I'm my first thought is you're at a computer. Or you're at a phone where you're texting this to Twitter. Why don't you write it down on whatever apparatus that was? You can't exactly send smoke signals or pass a note to Twitter. So, what, first of all, before you tell me the update, Trevor, what what was the deal? Why, why did you need me? I, I was more than happy to do it. I just need to know. More than happy to do it. What, what was the response? What am I? Am, am your I your secretary? Am I your flipping secretary? That that was. The so I don't think that's. I'm happy to do it. Okay, that, that's I, really not what I get. Out of that. I, uh, I I did it begrudgingly. <laughs> How about that? 
Well, I was away from the computer. I was a, a funny situation happened. So I figured if I yeah I can I can twi- uh, Twitter through text, but mm-hmm. I don't have access to our show notes through mm-hmm. my through my phone. So right, I figured right. if I just send you a message, see that way even if you didn't do it, I would still have the message in my record to remind me to do it. Because as I stated later, mm-hmm. I have like the memory of a goldfish. Like if I didn't write something down right there, it'd be gone. Okay, well, like, if that, that's basically you're in trouble. This whole show. I just want to let you know right off the bat, and everyone is going to agree the, with me. <laughs> Trevor, is that the theme of the show? <laughs> Trevor is bad. Trevor is bad. I'm, I'm not going to say he's the LBB yet. He's got a couple more shows to prove that. But uh, yeah, Trevor's bad. Trevor is taking advantage. I am not your flipping secretary. There you go. I said it in real life. So now tell me about this because I wrote down two words. Zoo regulars. That's all I know. Yes. Okay. Tell me. I'm dying to know. I'm just disappointed that we're just not going to quite make it to show 100. We almost made it, but you know, like the big blow up happens at 99. It's all over. I can see the the, the I, history, the timeline, and the wiki. You know, so it was going so great until Trevor screwed it up. I blame you. He started talking during the sponsors, and James just lost it. James lost his mind, and then he, he Trevor hired him as a secretary, and it just kind of went downhill from there. Never, never heard a pastor curse so much. <laughs> He's making up words. It's a lot more than seven now. All right, so d- tell me about zoo regulars. Well, I was off on uh, Friday night. Me and my wife went off to um, my uh, my buddy who's used to work with me. Doesn't work with me anymore. Uh, actually, used to be my boss, and he is in a band. He's a drummer in a band. So. They were playing a gig on Friday night um, at a place called The Zoo is the name of this bar. Oh. There's where The Zoo comes Dang from. Dang it. I was hoping this would be a zoo story. You hope there would be monkeys. I was no hoping monkeys. some zebras would be involved, but no. Okay. Go ahead. Because, you know, zebras is comedy gold. Anything with a zebra. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> So, uh, so we're there with a group of uh, friends of mine who are from or a bunch of work friends because my uh, my boss had just left work, so it was just kind of he was having the gig anyway, and a bunch of people were coming up, so we kind of made it his you know hey going away party sort of thing. So a bunch from, of us from work went up to go uh, to go see him. About an hour north of town here. I had a going so, away party what? one time. <laughs> did did you? Where'd yeah. you go away from, James? Well, no, they they had a party. Or urging me to go away. So it's a little different than usual, but they, uh, they made their point. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's more of a get out of here party than a going yeah, away party. Uh, but Go away. Yeah. Oh, going. I, I was doing go. Okay. Sorry. Oh, uh, that's different. Yeah. So anyway, so we're, we're there. We're, I mean, the band's playing. Everything's great. Now, this this bar, if um, – actually, come to think of it, I've described this bar before in a weekly update. Awesome. Um uh, I don't remember what episode it was, but it was the same situation. I'd gone up to see him um, playing a gig, and oh yes, this was this was the uh, the same bar that I had the people who were all decked out in their their '90s metal jackets, in their in their shaved heads, in their mohawks and stuff, and they started moshing in the on the dance floor to the, to them singing Shebop. Okay. This is that bar. Okay. This bar is a frightening bar. This bar is the kind of, like, it's in a town of about two people. And, and it's the kind of bar where you have, you know, people, every now and again, people, you know, some of the younger crowd will kind of come in and stuff. But it's also the kind of bar that has that established 
the regular type people who you know, even though you don't go there, you look at them and you know they're the kind of people who are there like every weekend kind of thing. And this is where this is their life. You know, it's sad, mm. but you know, you, there you see those people and you know that that's who they are. Yeah, not that I'm judging. They're keeping except the doors for judging. Open. Yeah, so. We're sitting there at a table right by the, by the dance floor. There's a group of us there. And this um, older lady um, comes in, and she's standing by the wall. Now, it, it would appear at this point in time that she's been enjoying the evening for us some time. Let's just say. Hey, Trevor. How you doing? <laughs> so she's standing there by the wall, holding the wall up. And and looking at the band, and you can see she's she's getting her groove on, and she's just she's into that music, Man, and, you know. And I love this, this new is punk the rock. Band ever. <laughs> so she's grooving. So then she comes over towards our group, and we kind of have a couple of tables set up, uh, you know, encompassing the dance floor, so to speak. And she comes over to one of the people that was in my group, and she just kind of grabs onto her elbow and. Drags her out on the floor, and 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 God love her. She comes. She goes willingly. She's you know. It's like hey, yeah, fun. You know, she's a fun loving type. You know, lady. And she goes out there, and, and this older lady, all of her dance move include <laughs> they included planting her feet firmly on the floor, and closing her eyes and looking up at the sky, kind of thing, and doing this, just getting down into it air guitar just <laughs> and that like for the entire song this is all she's doing and she and you can tell that in her mind she is just the, the best the biggest star on that dance floor and this is the entire move she does the entire thing and she just got off so and she's looking around and 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 looking at all the people in her group and at this point your brave co-host is sitting there saying, uh-huh, okay. And meanwhile, I'm like right on the edge. Like I am mm. right beside the dance floor. Right on Nobody the edge of joining table. her or right on the edge of the dance floor? Because, you know. You, like I'm, I'm sitting Because you're a rock band floor. drummer. So I, I'm just imagining you start to do air drums right next to her. But I am a rock star. I will. <laughs> but so I am. There's nobody closer in our group to, to this, this, this frightening woman than me. And I'm and, and in all of my manly you know, make sure you know, like I'm, you know, protector, caveman, club people over the head. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, I scoop my chair over to my wife, put mm. my arm around her tightly, and 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 as and get as close to her as possible, and lean over to her and say, "Please don't let the scary woman take me away." <laughs> <laughs> I figure if I'm attached, see, I'm attached to someone. She's not going to try to get me. She she won't drag me out there. So who who did she drag out there? Somebody in your group. It was one of the other, somebody in our group. Yes, okay. it was. It was enough. And she so, needed. And, she obviously needed a partner to just rock out to. You know, with. What I'm did, not sure why. Why did what because did, the eyes were closed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you dance like nobody's watching. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. You and just, she did. <laughs> wow. So. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, that was a. Uh, uh, that, that was uh, what happened there on Friday night. It was a good night, but and, and then later, <laughs> later on that same evening, another one of those people who you know is a regular. Mm -hmm. Like, like he had uh, like his hair was graying. He had this den denim jacket that he's had probably since 1970. This beard that went up, beard that went up to like his eyeballs. That when it, it went from his eyeballs to his knees, kind of thing. Like, <laughs> like the man's never shaved a day in his life. He was the, 
they just right out of the mountains just came in and and he started jamming with her so they <laughs> wow. so she found a kindred spirit so it was you know there's somebody was, for everybody there is <laughs> And they fit so nicely together. <laughs> they turned around and leaned on each other's backs and, and just lifted their air guitars. I could just see it, you know. <laughs> Take drank a bottle of water and sprayed it out over the audience. Yeah, that's 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 how it works. Well thanks, Trevor. That was awesome. That was that was a long one too, boy. It, it was only long because you kept interrupting me. No. Don't even try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Just throw your mic against the wall. Okay, uh, real real quick. Um, Let's see. Okay, I was at work, and I was bored, and um, I had an air can, and and so there you go. There's the setup. I was uh, sitting in my office, and I'd been cleaning up some stuff and spraying out, you know, my keyboard, which Mm. air is kind of useless against the kind of gunk that can clog up your keyboard. Because, yeah, there's plenty of dust in there, but it is quickly absorbed by a lot of skin juice, too, so... Um, there's some sticky stuff there. <laughs> there is. There's there's reasons that you know it doesn't work. So um I was I was walking out and I don't know why I had oh I do because the lady, the one of our one of our uh, maintenance women who was very easily frightened. Um was I could just hear her walking up. She was calling to my secretary and she was walking up the hall and there was no way she was going to see me until the moment she came around the corner of the door. And usually I'm very sensitive to her because I don't want her to die. She's an older lady. And she's very easily frightened. That usually means weak heart. And then my luck, you know, I'd come out there and I'd scare her and she'd die. And then I'd, you know, just feel terrible. Um, so, she should. But, but for some reason, I had a wild hair about me. And I was just, I was going to get her. And I wasn't going to get her much because it doesn't take much with somebody that's very easily startled. And so I was just going to do a little, I was going to take the air can that had a nozzle on it. It had the little tube you know, and, uh, yeah. and I was going to stick that up to her hair and I was just going to go just a little tiny little. And that was it. That was all it was going to take. She'd go. Ah! And then I'd laugh and it would be the equivalent of scaring somebody that wasn't easily scared a whole lot. Well, so long story short, she comes around the corner and I, I put it up there. And for some reason, I found myself saying, oh, as I sprayed <laughs> and that sent a shot of adrenaline, apparently into my finger, which pulled the trigger full on out. And. Apparently, I'd had it upside down for a while. And what happens? Let's have a little pop quiz, boys and girls. What happens when you flip an air can upside down and you hold the trigger? That's right. Sub-zero liquid comes out of the tip and freezes whatever's in in its trail. And so I I go, "Ah!" I squeeze the trigger and this sub-zero stuff comes out and I missed her. I hit her in the ear. And so she not only freaked out and she jumped she reaches up for her hand and she she almost cussed at me and this was at a church and so she almost went not only died she almost went to hell on top of that um joke uh so uh yeah i scared the poo poo kachu out of her for real she she almost died and i almost broke her ear off luckily you know she thawed out before uh, anything crystallized and fell off so that was it that was it almost i was waiting <laughs> I was waiting for you put the little tip thing on there and and you shot it out and ah. you didn't put it in tight enough and it shot that into oh, her no, ear. No, no, no. I was yes. thinking you were thinking it was going to go into her ear and then explode her eardrum. See, there's all kinds of things that I think about and should think about before I do these things. Because yeah, if that I had gone wrong, yeah, if if I'd caused her eternal deafness, and I'm not talking about like the '90s deaf, like she's just the coolest person in the world now. I'm talking about deaf, 
Ness. But anyway, uh, thanks, thanks, uh, Trevor, for your story, and thank you, James, for yours. You're welcome. I always like it, it when you thank me for stuff. Okay, cool. Um, the, that was I, I was going to say, and, and since you're my se- since you're my secretary, um, that story reminds me of another story that I can tell sometime. I won't I won't tell it now, but just just write down. Okay. Air can scaring lady reminded Trevor of something. Oh huh? my goodness! Good. Uh, speaking of oh. uh, LBB, <laughs> one of the many tools of the devil. Oh no! Yeah, it's time for the LBB of the week, and this week it's brought to us by none other than our very own Drunk Paul. So check this out. Hey, nobody's listening. James, Trevor, this is Paul, the good old Paul, the weekly resident drunk. But, uh, nah, I'll just call in how I'm supposed to, because, you know, whatever. So when I was like six or seven years old, I uh, got in a lot of trouble. On uh, one Sunday, I was going to church. Where they were all doing communion, and of course, a partake of it. Even though I hadn't even bat- been baptized yet, I was from a Southern Baptist church. Um, so that was what me and my friend were doing. We were sitting up in the front row, and we weren't supposed to drink anything from the communion or eat any bread. So of course, we did. We didn't think anything of it. We didn't even know what it was for. We didn't really understand it all completely. Then after that. I uh, had to take care of, it was like a daycare kind of thing during church service or whatever for that night. And uh, one of our older friends was playing with the slushy machine and said, hey, you can get some slushy for free if you uh, just pull the, you know, you just put a nickel in this cup and you can take whatever slushy you want or whatever. I was like, nah, uh, you can't get any slushy out of that. He's like, I just did. You should try it. So I was, I'm like, step aside, let me try this out. I pull on the thing, and slushy goes everywhere. The knob is in my hand. I broke it off of the machine. Slushy's going everywhere. It's like lemon and red strawberry stuff everywhere. And I'm, like, running outside. I'm scared. So I run outside. I'm my scared. dad goes I'm chasing scared. after me. He says, was that you? I've got slushy all over me. I'm like, uh... Yeah, that was me. I, yeah, I guess. He's like, well, why did you do that? I was like, yeah. well, the guys told me I could. And then, so, anyway, so ever since then, they put a lock on the slushy machine. So there's my story, and this is Paul calling in as Paul, just Paul, you know. But I like the title. I think I'll stick with it. I'll check you guys later, Trevor and James. <laughs> Peace. Oh, wait. I don't know. We just to the jaw. <laughs> so, yeah. I love I love the part. There's so many good parts there, but I, I, I obviously the LBB was the kid that told him that um, he could get slushy out of it by putting a nickel in the cup. But I love it. He's outside. He's already forgotten what he was running from. Hey, did you do that? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah, that was me. that memory of a goldfish. You know, why did I come out here for? I'm six years old and I've already got a lifetime habit of drinking. You know? Why are all my hands all sticking? <laughs> I don't know what happened. Why do I taste delightful? I don't know. <laughs> I taste lemony. <laughs> Was that... Oh, Paul. Oh, thank you, Paul. Please keep calling. We love you, Paul. Oh, man. But that reminded me, he, that was kind of a church story and the whole communion thing and, and the whole deal. Uh, this Sunday... <laughs> I had, a little, I had a boy come up to me, and he's he's kind of a rambunctious boy. He he likes to get into fights and steal things. He always has, and so but he's he's a nice kid. Figure that out. I like him a lot. He's just bad. Uh, he comes up to me, and he's not looking too good. He's a little green around the gills, if you want to know the truth. And he's like, hmm. Pastor James, I don't I don't feel very good. 
And I'm like, what's going on, man? He says, I, I, what, what is in those? And he points into the sound booth and in the sound booth in this are, are these communion cups. And now in our church, cause we're so big, we have prepackaged the most generic looking, uh, blasphemous things you ever saw if you're not used to them, but they have the little plastic cup with the juice in them. And then on top of that is a seal. And then on top of that is a wafer of bread. And on top of that is another seal. Okay. So you peel off the clear, you can access the bread and then you peel off another and you can access the juice. It's like a prepackaged thing. It's actually pretty oh, cool. Really? So, yeah. but, but in our case, we, we can't pass out the nice glass trays because we have thousands and thousands of people. So we kind of just chunk them out at the crowd. I'm kidding about that part. But, um, uh, so anyway, he had, he had just stolen one, taken upon himself to steal one. And he's like, I'm not feeling too good. And I'm like, what? He says, what's in there? I said, it's just, it's grape juice, you know? And, and that's about it. And he goes, well, it, it felt like jelly. And immediately, oh, <laughs> this chill goes through my body because I realized he had eaten one that had gone bad <laughs> and oh. had, had putrefied sometimes, somehow. And he's like, yeah, it felt like jelly, and now I don't feel good. And I'm like, dude, that thing was bad. It was a bad one. And so immediately I grabbed the the thing and throw them all in the trash. There's like a hundred of them in there, but I ain't taking no risks, you know. Somebody's trying to get saved, and they they get a a stomach ulcer or something. I don't know. But uh, I was like, dude, you know, I didn't want to say, you know, that serves you right for stealing in church for the love. But uh, I was like, dude, go drink some water. You know, maybe that'll help you, you know, dilute it a little bit because you drank, you, you you shouldn't have stolen those and taken them, blah, blah. So he goes, he comes back a little bit later and, he, and he's got a smile on his face. He's like, oh, I threw up two times. I'm like, well, good. He was looking for sympathy. I feel better now. But I'm like, good, dude. That means you got it all out of you. So, you know. Um, the Catholics are turning over in their grave right now because they believe in substantiation and they <laughs> they believe it's the body and blood of Christ literally. Uh, but what would you do in that situation if the body and blood of Christ made you sick? <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> mm, anyway, little joke. But but uh, yeah, I thought it was hilarious. The uh, the boy. The, the, but thanks, drunk Paul, and um, and thank you for the uh, the other kid I often wondered if you if you set that stuff out long enough would it would it ferment and the answer is no it turns into jelly <laughs> yuck it does not turn into wine it turns into vomit and things mm, just a little it'll it'll clean out your soul and your stomach so here we go news okay it's time for some news and uh, well, boy do we have a little bit of it two items on the list one of them is that next week's show is uh, show 100 it's a milestone it's awesome i'm excited oh, about oh, it oh yeah and uh we want your audio a lot of people in the forums are talking it up like hey you should do this and you should do a video show and you should have a call-in show and you should have david back and you should have your mom on and it's like no we're gonna do what we do it's a show and this is what you know got us to 100 and we're gonna just do another show if there's gonna be anything special in the show it's gonna be like always it's gonna be your stuff we want your audio. We want your, um, especially your audio. If you want to do mashups, if you want to call in and just say congratulations, blah blah blah, we'd love to hear for you from you. And as as just a little thank you, not a bribe, not necessarily. Um, we, we, everyone who gets something played or read on next week's show gets a uh, nobody's listening sticker, U.S. and Canada only. Okay, because I ain't got fifty dollars to send you a two cent sticker to uh, Brazil or wherever you live. So. Um, that's it. Next yeah. week's show, 100, dude. Man, Trevor, it's been a long run, and you've been there. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Hey. <laughs> no, no. 
Using now, now, and we we discussed this last week. I know. And in, a, in actual fact, when we get to episode 100 next week, uh-huh. I will have co-hosted 20 of those shows. Wow. 20 out of the last 20%, dude. That's not too shabby. That's not too shabby. That's not too shabby. And you're very Considering pre- you're for- <laughs> very pretty, Trevor. I think you're pretty. For somebody that you just happened to pick up off the street in the gutter. Ain't too shabby. It's like, hey, come come host this show. Okay. Yeah. Thankfully, the story's got better than the chicken tree, because that was... Uh... <laughs> oh, the chicken tree was funny. And it was 100% true, which uh, makes it funnier. Of course. I wasn't even lying like the devil. That happened. Uh, the next piece of news we got is it's time for us to... Uh, we, we, we did a Call of Duty 2 contest, and all you had to do was email us for the love. Six of you, out of the thousands who listen, decided to do that. And I know why you don't email. It's not that you don't care... First of all, it's Call of Duty 2. Secondly, um, it's uh, it, it, you don't think you're going to win. But, you know, thousands of you thought that, and so six of you entered, and, and one in six is going to win. And our winner, I, je- I put all the names into a randomizer, and I selected uh, the person I wanted to win. I'm kidding. I, I pushed the button, and the name Ryan Rendell came up. So, Ryan... Congratulations. Send me your address information at the same email that you entered the contest with, and we'll email you out a Nobody's Listening sticker and Call of Duty 2. So, again, we'd like to thank uh, JDay's podcast at jdays.com for giving us Call of Duty 2 to give out to our listeners. If you'd like to sponsor a contest, do that. That'd be awesome. Hit me up at an email near you. That would be great. Uh, let's do this because we've got a lot of it. Who, me? Who, me? All right, we got some middle school drama for you. Hey, guys, it's Blazer from Dracula episode, and I've got a middle school drama story. By now, I'm in in middle school. I don't wear a blazer anymore. Oh, I remember Blazer Boy. That's great. Uh, Before we tell a story, I must go back three months or so. My English teacher had told us that there would be a poetry competition called Literature Aloud in school. That's a great name. We were supposed to learn a poem and stand up and read it. And we would decide who would make it to round one. And I decided to go uh, so I could miss some class. That's good motivation to read poetry. Uh, Well, I got through to round one, so I was excited um, that I would miss miss math and English. At this competition, there were judges who would pick who goes to the next round. Sounds like American Idol, except poetry. Anyway, I recited a poem about my feet. (laughs) I didn't expect much. I just wanted to miss an hour or two of class, so I wrote a poem about my feet. Um, it was a stanza for each toe. Well, the judges liked it, and I went through to the next round. <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, we were caught up to yesterday. Apparently, we weren't going to miss class for it again. To my dismay, dad gum. <laughs> I worked all this for no more class. It was at 7 p.m. at night. And I didn't understand it, but I was going to a school at nighttime, and it really gave me the creeps. The janitors just stared at me from the corners, welding their mops. I'm not sure why this creeps me out, but it does. Well, it's creepy because all janitors in schools are pedophiles. So, did you say they were? Did you say they were welding their mops? Because wielding, they, you shouldn't weld. Ah, that's much better. So we get on the stage in front of a lot more people than I expected, and the kids at the ticket stand said there were about 400 people. I started to sweat, and I got really nervous. So I get up there, and it's my turn, and I do what you'd expect. I choked. I was halfway through a word when panic hit me, and what felt like for an hour, but it must have only been about three minutes, I couldn't handle it. I turned red. I said the last few words and ran off the stage in embarrassment, and, and he used his feet. 
to to do that. It was my story, and I'm sticking to it. I've listened to the show since about episode 12, and I've listened back many times. By the way, it was my birthday on February 3rd. I turned 13. Oh, goodness. We're not supposed to read your stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Hey, I'm not on the forums, but I've been listening for a while, so I decided to send in a story. Back when I was in ninth grade, I was on the golf team for my school. One day while golfing, it started to rain, so my golf coach was driving a golf cart to pick up the kids. He he, uh, brought in everyone and got to my group. The golf cart had two spaces to sit in front, and the other two kids could hold on while standing on the back bumper. While I'm about six foot one inch tall and about 240 pounds, I was lucky enough to stand in the back of the small, slippery bumper. So I got on and held on and got the best grip I could. My coach started driving and was going slow at first, then all of a sudden he just gunned as fast as that poor little cart would move and started going over the sides of hills as fast as possible. When the cart maxed out on speed, I was losing my grip, and he decided to go drive to the side of one of the biggest hills, of course. Let's just say my foot slipped, and I ended up face down in a pile of mud in my nicer golf clothes. There's no such thing. The sad thing was there's expensive golf clothes, but not nice ones. The sad thing was my coach was an old man, and he didn't even realize I was gone. It, it just took screaming from the other kids to let him know to come back and pick me up. Hope you enjoy my story. Keep up the good work, Tanner. E&V Mail. Thank you for calling. All right, we got some of your E&V Mail to read. By the way, if you've heard any thunder in the background, that's on my end. There's a raving storm going on here in the Midwest. And uh, so there you go. Thomas writes, hey, Trevor and James, I want to share some college drama with you today. So one day I overslept and missed my class at 9 a.m. and I was a little nervous that I missed something. The next Monday came around, the professor said there was no class on Friday and it didn't matter if I overslept. <laughs> Are you sure this isn't in middle school drama See, but yeah, with a college? I, I, okay, Thomas, I'm sorry, dude. I love you. I appreciate you writing in. But I'm just going to say this generally. I get in trouble. I was just telling Trevor. I get in trouble a lot because I put stuff in middle school drama that – comes people people write back and they say dude i can't believe you did that i'm in middle i'm not in middle school i'm in high school or i'm in college and then i'm like dude you you spell like a second grader i was actually being kind to you i was i was upping you a few grades here i was trying to compliment you and here you are right ragging me out dude if you if you can't capitalize and spell properly um don't don't expect me to know how old you are i can't even guess people's genders correctly so anyway I started wearing. This has, nothing to do with you, this has nothing to do with you, Thomas. You spelled well. You had no capitals. Your story just made no sense. No, well, it, it, oh. it did. It just it came across as middle school drama ish. Trevor wow. said that. Hey, I started wearing two headsets <laughs> so people would stop bugging me while I try to talk in public. It really helped out and lightened up dark rooms. I have a Jabra BT125 and a Sanyo SYBEH11. He had to take special time to look up the serial numbers. I never a day goes by without feeling a little special. Zach. So apparently this is feedback for us talking about Bluetooth guys. He wears two. One on each ear. Yeah. Wow. That that makes you special, all right, but not the kind of special you're going for, my friend. So so people stop bugging him when he's talking, trying when he's Would you talk to a guy with two Bluetooth headsets? I'd stay as far away as possible. I'm thinking, how long does that happen? You know, you're just walking around the street and people are all like, hey, hey, 
hey, you know, Brian Regan. <laughs> hey, you, you, hey, hi, I want to talk to you. It's like, yeah. I'm on the phone. I don't know you. Like, how often does it happen where people are trying to have conversations That's with true. you that they interrupt you that often? That's true. If you wear one headset, apparently it is an open opportunity for people to talk to you. If you wear two, you're giving the signal, I do not want to listen to you. And um, hmm. if you wear three... You don't want to smell them either because that's about the only other place you could wear one. <laughs> hey, way back when I was just a little ba- bitty boy, my aunt came over to babysit. And by a little bitty boy, I mean I was just getting out of that potty training stage. Eventually, I had to go to the bathroom, which is all itty bitty boys do. No, it's not. No, it's not. What are you, some kind of racist? And she asked if I wanted her help. <laughs> I rather indignantly said, I need my privacy. I'm going to make him say it different. I rather indignantly said, I need my privacy. By being impressed with my maturity, she let me go by myself. Once I was done, I burst out of the bathroom and ran streaking through the house. My family had a good laugh over it since. Hope you did too. Aaron, pronounced Aaron. So I guess it was actually Aaron. So there you go, people. That's what Aaron had to give you today. Aaron pronounced Aaron, so I guess it's actually Aaron. Yes. Wow. Hello. (laughs) Hey, James, this is Mason, or Solothius, as you might remember me as. By the way, sorry for my absence from NL Cast. Yeah, man, we missed you. We're just going to quit doing shows. Hey, okay, I was thinking back on my life, where I was a year ago, and this lovely memory came to mind. It was the week before spring break of last year, That's exactly a year ago from this week. And one afternoon while I was at school, we were allowed outside to film some script for a movie project for BIMM. I don't know what that is. Do you? Whatever that is. (laughs) Yeah. It's apparently very famous and we don't know about it. Being the ambitious director, I decided we needed a scene where a police officer would pretend to arrest one of our actors. So I go to the front office of the school and request our school police officer to meet us outside. Okay, so we're outside waiting. After about 15 minutes of waiting, an officer who I thought had taken the place of the regular officer comes up. He walks up to us and he stands there staring. And then the friend of mine who was playing the role of the bad guy starts playing out his script. Are we going to do this or what? And the officer replies, excuse me, sir. The script was being played perfectly until he started making threatening gestures with his acting. When Then the officer yells at us to get on the ground. <laughs> I'm confused at this point. And he radios the front office of the school. I'm scared now. Then out of nowhere, the school police officer, who was supposed to be playing the part of our scene, walks around the corner and asks the officer who what just happened. And, um, he, and, and, and that he had reported some suspicious activity. Uh, I find it rather, rather humorous today. Um, ah, another fond memory from sophomore year. Solotheus. That's, that's great. I'm glad nobody got shot. <laughs> All right, everybody on the ground. Like, I, but that's not in the script. Get out. I, wait, I, I have a camera. I'm just going to aim it at you, officer. Get down. <laughs> yeah, you 10th graders at school, outside, filming with scripts in your hands, and you're wearing a bad guy, bad, you know, a, a bad guy mask, and, and it's not obvious. So, yeah, yeah, this guy was not real smart, this police officer. Let me see. Let's do one more. One time, me and my sister, I was five, she was six, were watching a movie. This movie was about some kids who ran away. And then there was a strange car driving around the neighborhood. All right, that was important for later in the story. Now on to the real thing. I made a book club. 
and would only let my little my oldest sister join it. She was about 12 at the time. And my six-year-old sister, let's call her Whitney because that's a real name, wanted to join, but I was being an LBB, so I would not let her. And she screamed, I'm running away and never coming back. And we said, fine, and we didn't believe her. So I went in her room to play. So I went in her room to play and saw her packing up her backpack. And I said, are you really running away? She said, yes. So I said, well, I'm going with you. And at first she said, no, but I convinced her in time. That's great about kids. I'm leaving because of you, but you can come with me. So, <laughs> but can I come? Okay. Okay. If you insist. Um, can I join the club? No. Okay. You can come anyway. So finally the day came that we left and, my, and we said, mom, we're going outside to play. Okay. She said, and we took, <laughs> we took off. We got to the end of our street. It was about a half a mile. Little did we know my sister had dropped one of the ballet shoes she brought. Because you need those, you know, on the streets. Well, I mean, once you pack up, I mean, you gotta you, you got to pack the the essentials. I mean, what if you want to play princess while you're out there? You want to have a dance recital. I mean, you know, you got to be prepared. Exactly. What if you need to tiptoe through some, some tulips? Uh, we continued down the road, and that car came. We ran into some bushes and hid. My sister, while we were waiting, pulled out a receipt book and said, we can use this to buy food. We thought they were che- <laughs> we thought they were checks. <laughs> while we're while we're hiding from this this pedophile, let's talk about what we're going to eat. That's a great thing about kids. Once the car had passed, we we continued on back at our house. My mom and oldest sister were looking frantically for us. My mom called my dad, who was having lunch with one of our family friends. And when he heard that we were missing, he threw a 20 on the table and ran out of our house. And uh, me and my sister weren't halfway down the neighborhood before my mom came looking for us in the car. She found us. We uh, tried to run, but little legs uh, are less than a big truck. And we lost. Uh, When we got in the car, uh, we got the scolding of a lifetime. We got home at the same time as my dad, and uh, we were told to go to our rooms. and And our family friend ran across the street to help our neighbors who were moving, and we also got the spanking of a lifetime. Well, that's my story. Hope it wasn't too long. Metamorph 14. So there you go. Okay, there's a couple important things in there. Yeah, there is. One, one is is the fact that um, you slightly misspoke on one of those where uh, when when he heard that we were missing, he threw a 20 on the table and ran out, ran off to our house. You just you oh. said that he threw a Money on the table Dude, and ran out of our house. I just, I didn't <laughs> know the purpose. He's sitting there eating. <laughs> he's eating lunch at his kitchen table. He's like, the kids are missing. All right, here's a 20. I'm off to go find them now. <laughs> if I thought the 20 was being slapped down so that he wouldn't have to go look. You know, this 20 is going to whoever finds my kids, you know. But, so that's, These kids are important to me. I love them. Here's 20 bucks. <laughs> go find them, please. Another, I'm hiring the best bounty hunters in the business. So... <laughs> Uh, that's that's like just a few minutes ago. My daughter, she was about to go to bed, and she comes up to me, and she, you can tell she's in play acting mode. And she says, "Bubble Fat is trying to get me, and I'm about to go fight him. Is he a bad guy? <laughs> I need to know." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, he is. I'm ashamed. I'm afraid to say, but Bubble Fat is a bad guy. So Bubble Fat is actually Boba Fat. If you guys don't know. So anyway." Well, I was gonna- 
I was gonna. I was gonna say Boba Fett's a bad guy. I'm guessing that Bubble Fett is probably his clown uh, brother. Oh yeah. Who Bu- goes goes and does birthday parties? Well, Bubble Fat, bubbles. Bubble Fat is yeah is is his trainer. So, hey James and Princess Trevor, I have a great story to tell you that I'm sure you both love. My church went to a Methodist gathering called Resurrection in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Stalkers. So on our way back to my small town, um, my youth group leader, uh, and me and a couple of the chaperones stopped at Taco Bell to eat. While we were all waiting for our food, one of the youth walks into the store out of nowhere and says, Chris, can I go to the bathroom? And Chris gives him a strange look and says, uh, sure. And we all start laughing. And after one of the youth got his food, he said in a start- sarcastic tone, Chris, can I go to my seat and eat this food? Anyway, when Dave, uh, get David back for one more episode and for the great story, send me a sticker. Oh, and for Chris's Trevor... I suggest the movie Princess Diaries. Thanks, John. You notice how my voice started winding down? Yeah, David. Yeah, what was it? David is gone. Miss him. Miss him. But he's gone, people. He's got a life. He's never coming back on the show again. So just get over Boy, it. Every him. time you say something about him, it makes Trevor feel sad. So stop it. Stop it. I'm reprimanding you right now. I'm. Oh, oh so we start the show off with you beaten on me and now you've come to my my protection and aid I, well wow. it's it's like you know with your brothers and sisters i can beat them but nobody else can you know? <laughs> it's true oh, it's that kind of relationship yeah. is it oh yeah absolutely all right well i guess that's our show this week make sure you visit us online at nlcast.com check out the new web comic it's awesome, and it used to be updated Tuesdays and Thursdays, but now it's probably going to be Wednesdays and Fridays. I don't know, because we're recording on Monday nights now. Uh, stay tuned for live shows coming soon to a Ustream.tv near you. Call us, 816-298-0823. Email us this week, because it'll be on next week's show. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Leave an iTunes review. Tell a friend. And thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Rob Govers for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record. And thanks to our contributors and everyone who listens. Well, you would be listening, but nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. Last <laughs> That's not going to match up at all because we said it at the same time, which isn't. And people sending matchups. I want somebody to do a matchup. Sorry, I'm still laughing about the joke that we make every week. I'm almost done. Okay. Wow. Why do I do this? (laughs) Somebody do a matchup. NLCast fun doesn't have to end. Join us online at NLCast.com for features, forums, webcomics, and all the social networking connections you can handle. Share your stories and comments via email. Nobody's listening to us at gmail.com or call them in at 816-298-0823. Hi, nobody's listening. This is Meredith again. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that you guys are amazing. And I've been catching up on the shows because I was kind of behind before. So I'm up, like, every night, very late, listening to, like, two shows. It's so hilarious, and I can't get enough of it. So keep up the good work. Bye. Hello. This is Mother Unit from the forums. Um, A few years back, my hubby and his best friend were out in the woods mountain biking a single track trail. That means it's a narrow winding trail, and in our area, because the trees are pretty thick in the woods, it also means you can't see very far. 
My hubby was leading and realized he hadn't seen Best Friend over his shoulder for a while. He stopped to wait for a bit. A few minutes passed, and Best Friend came flying into sight, pedaling like a madman and laughing like crazy. He had fallen behind my hubby on a hill climb, and with the thick trees lost sight of him. After cresting the ridge and maneuvering around a tree, smack dab in front of him, suddenly in view, is the rear end of an adult bear. He slammed on his brakes, but still ran into the bear's butt hard with his front tire. The bear squawked and ran into the woods without even turning to see what hit him. Best friend narrowly avoided falling over, then hustled down the trail to find my hubby and tell him what had caused the delay. Bye for now. Uh, hey, James and uh, David? I mean, David? David, what are you doing all the way back there in Ireland? No, I'm just kidding, guys. What's going on? This is Mike, also known as King of Mercy from the forums. I just uh, felt I should leave this message because you guys were calling me out on last week's show. You want to know how cold it was in Florida? I'm here to tell you, man. Not only did we have our windbreakers on, I had to, like, put my, my flip-flops back in the closet and tie my shoes after three long months of not doing it. I patched up all the holes in my jeans and so I could, wouldn't freeze to death in that shed. So it was a tough shed. But anyway, you guys want to know, so there you go. It was like, oh, man, it's thinking, what, 70 degrees out there? But, um, so yeah, answered your questions. I hope you're happy. But anyway, so I got a hilarious story for you. It's like, oh my gosh, it's so funny. It's, um, funniest thing that's ever happened to me. Okay, so once upon a time, uh, me and my grandpa. The chicken tree was funny. <laughs> Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.